0: this is it here we are we're back at it what is up guys welcome to the cover band confidential podcast the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less here in atlanta georgia barely i'm adam johnson
1: (laughs) uh here fully in greensboro north carolina and not an inch anywhere else dan ray
0: so for those of you who are tuning in this is just one of those Murphy's law kind of situations, but it's not really quite Murphy's law. Um, because it's not a matter of preparation gone awry. It's a matter of last minute, like things you want to do that just don't work. So, um, I talked about this last week where you had invested all of this money in the new mic and the new interface and all of these doodads and all of that stuff. Yep. And, um, coupling that with the need for me to do some vocal work, I began to, um, develop a case of interface envy. Mm. And, um, so I just literally purchased an interface on eBay, uh, on Monday and it showed up literally like three hours ago.
1: And so you're using it right now.
0: I'm using it right now. This is the, um, Apogee element interface, um, with my, uh, Soyuz microphone launcher, mic launcher, um, into the SM7B. So this is like a full, like, professional signal chain. And all of you guys are going to write back to me and say, it sounds just like last week. <laughs> That's you right. You <laughs> idiot. That's all right. You spent a lot of good money uh, to have it not be any different. I mean, my hope is is that for the for the singing and stuff, it'll make a bigger difference in that, you know, once I get it dialed in, basically nothing is working the way that my previous rig worked i can't hear dan um through the interface i'm actually like round robining the whole thing it's a whole mess it's a whole none, mess. Of, none of this matters you guys don't care no and then my, my like my my camera stand wasn't working it's a whole thing <laughs> and i can
1: you know those of you who are watching the live stream i can see right through your beer can
0: oh that's right because it's green that's,
1: that's pretty cool yeah. uh
0: yeah. well for those for those of you who uh can't see i am uh having a sweetwater 420 extra pale ale. Just roughly um, the same color you?
1: as your green screen. Indeed. Which is currently uh, showing PeeWee's Playhouse, which is pretty cool.
0: Oh, and the other thing that was funny is that when I was setting things up, um, I was trying to find a thing to prop up my uh, camera on. And um, in looking through this, I found an original PeeWee's Playhouse lunchbox thermos. It's pretty. And cool. I was trying to use that to. Um, was trying to use that to prop up my camera, and it wasn't working. So now it's just a prop.
1: Thematically appropriate. I think that's the point. Indeed. Right?
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: I've had a high gear day as well, but not music stuff. So um, yeah. I stream video in my house using the Plex server system. I don't know if you're familiar.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: And I've been running it off of a really, really old MacBook Pro that last week started to sound like a blender. Started That's not good. It started to chug. It actually literally was chugging. Um, yeah, it's not great. It was a MacBook Pro from 2008, I think. So hmm. I bought myself a NUC, an Intel yep. NUC. And uh, you see. And you see, next unit of computing. It's a very cheesy ah. marketing name, but it's basically a computer the size of a hockey puck. And it's, uh, it's pretty OK. Um, and I ordered it pre built, uh, which a lot of people will sneer at. A lot of people think you should build these things yourself, but I just, I'm too old and I can't be asked. And so I got it with Ubuntu. Linux pre-installed yep. on it, and um, <laughs> I've spent this day <laughs> uh, trying to knock the rust off of my Linux skills. It's been a really long time since I've done any Linux uh, in any kind of real way, so um, I'm sysadmining again for the first time. But I did, in fact, play an episode um, of what my kid is super into right now, which is Lego Masters. Mm. Um, we watched we watched an episode off of the new machine at dinner time nice. tonight. It was very nice. Yeah. So coming along tech wise for sure. And I'm learning a lot about my new mic and my new, um, uh, the Scarlett uh, interface. I will tell you, I had a problem in my live stream on Saturday where um, I was. So my MacBook only has USB-C. Yep. I have an adapter coming off of it that gives me many USB A's, you know, old yep. school USBs. One of which goes to the Focusrite. And one of which Mm -hmm. goes to an SSD um, hard drive, terabyte solid state hard drive. And I record to that when I'm streaming. So I'm streaming out the thing. I'm fully using all inputs of the, the interface and I'm recording on the deal. And three times during my show last week, it all kind of lost power for a second and then came back. And when it did um, the phantom power was not turned on when the, when the, Interface booted up, and it did not reconnect system audio to the my in-ears. So I, I was being heard, and my guest was being heard, but I could not hear him. Yikes. So the stream was getting all the right audio, but I was not getting good sound, for, any sound from him in my in-ears. And so I, um, <laughs> I improvised. I improvised. And the thing I learned is that when you set up a live stream on Facebook, there's a checkbox called do not end the stream. End- don't close the post. Don't close the video if the live stream dies. And okay. um, in fact, right now, because I checked that box, I could kill OBS, come back, launch it with the same key, and it would pick right mm-hmm. up where it left off. Um, I learned that on the fly nice. <laughs> because the first time I did not do that, and the second time I did last week. So the things we learn you- about live streaming as we do, you know, I, I used to I used to um, worry about gear dying on stage, and now I don't. <laughs> I don't worry about that right now.
0: It's yeah. Speaking times. of which, I actually just figured out that I, <laughs> I, I I know what's wrong. I knew what was wrong. I figured out why it wasn't working. Good. I'm not gonna mess with it.
1: Now. Yeah. No. Don't mess
0: with it now. But it's yeah. It doesn't matter. Um. But yeah. You you played a gig this week, and I played a gig this week. You did. I did. Yeah. How'd it go? Um. It went fine, as far as I know. It sounded good. Um. Thank you. So it. the 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 situation um hap- It was on Sunday. Um. David McPherson, who is. Uh, we've had, it's it's funny. I have talked about him in certain circumstances, kind of like vaguely because he is more or less the, um, the runner of the local acoustic gig mafia. Mm. Um, and we have talked about some stuff and then he kind of like, he started listening. And so he kind of became self-aware of like, Oh, he's talking about me. So <laughs> we've had a couple of fun conversations um, around just the general, you know, way that things are are going, but he, he, um, you know, when this whole thing went down, his business kind of dried up and sure. he wanted to do something that was helpful to, uh, that community. So he started this big fundraiser kind of deal where, um, there were two cities, there was team Roswell, which is a, a, a town close to me. And then team Woodstock, which is a, a town a little bit further away. And um, they were competing against each other for who could raise the most money nice. for this uh, service industry situation. Um, I, I think was on Team Roswell just based on it. But basically he was he's doing these like marathon live streams um, from different venues and places and stuff. And so I got a call around 10 a.m. on Sunday. said, hey, can you play from two to three? And once I kind of figured out if I could or I couldn't, Um, I went ahead and said yes. And then I had to kind of like scramble to figure out the whole live stream situation, um, in, uh, in my basement, trying to like make it sound good without overcomplicating it. And I actually did something I hadn't done before, which was I ran my PA live and the iPhone camera, um, did the capturing of the audio. It sounded good. Which in that case was worked perfectly fine. And, um, so I did my, my tunes and, um, had I don't know by the end of it, a hundred or so people had uh hopped on and um it was cool and uh hopefully ra raised some money um I didn't take any tips or anything, so I hope it went to a good cause and I got yeah. some feedback later on that hey things went well, you know it got shared on x number of pages good, and we raised whatever i think they so I think their goal was ten thousand dollars, and I think they're like over twelve at this point. So. Awesome. Very good. And that money's all going to the service industry people in the yeah. Area. So it's love all it. all good stuff. Love it. And I mean, you know, I feel like we kind of gotten to we've reached the point of like quarantine where I don't think have you ever seen me in a pair of glasses? Um. Yeah, but it's rare. Yeah, so I don't normally do that. We did, you know, home haircuts and stuff. Like we <laughs> are. <laughs> I haven't done that yet. As you can, I mean, I'm getting to where
1: I'm nearly you. Those of you watching on the live stream can see the crazy that is my head.
0: I, I mean, like Amber did a great job. Like she like did the fade and everything. She like crushed it. She, um. So I need her to do my hair and my walls. Is what was oh yeah. To. Yeah. All right. all right. Oh, speaking of which we started on the, uh, the kid's bathroom, peeled the wallpaper off nice. and has, have, have started painting. Nice. Um, we basically have gotten to the point where if we did any more work in the house, it would require a permit. <laughs> so I think we're done for, yeah, for a uh, bit. That's where you hit
1: the limit. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. one of the,
0: I think the next thing would be for me to frame out this room and make the rehearsal dungeon, the, I don't know, studio. Yeah. I mean, but I don't, I don't want to build a studio though. That's one thing I want to, you know, you, you got to clarify because, um, having a finished room in your basement does raise the property value of your house. Mm-hmm. Building a recording studio in your basement does not. Really? So don't do it. No, it's too specialized of a thing. I see like if you have a a room that you know has a tv and is finished and has like walls and power and that kind of thing that people see that and they go oh this could be a playroom or a workout room yeah. or whatever um if they see a recording studio they're like yeah no that's okay i don't record yes this is a room that i cannot use yeah so my goal would be to uh frame the room out so that is a functional room and then build a studio type situation inside of it right so, no weird asymmetrical walls that can't be fixed, or you know putting up a pane of glass, you know splitting a small room into two way too small rooms right. um, just a nice finished room yeah uh, that doesn't feel like I'm in trouble yeah, I mean most every time I go down there,
1: most people uh <laughs> i don't know there there are those who would enjoy that um, I think most people who are of our ilk don't um. I like what a lot of them do, you know, with a nice desk and some nice monitors and yep. I think that's pretty lightweight and um, And I'm c- contemplating it myself. You know, my space here um, was okay when I spent a couple hours at it on Saturday, but mostly never sat at it. But now that I'm yeah. here eight to ten hours a day every day, it's really, it's really uh, not working. So I'm shopping for one of those motorized um, st- sit-stand desks like I have mm-hmm. in my office and Kind of thinking about how I could make a little more wall room to hang a green screen and turn it into sort of a streaming station. And I'm just thinking through all that
0: stuff. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I had the luxury of having this room that isn't being used for anything else that I could just throw a giant green screen up. Um, Not everybody has that option. Um, And I mean, inevitably, whenever we do get to finishing this room off, it will probably stay or, you know, I could go completely nuts and just paint a wall green. Wow. Um, I don't think I'll do that because again, it's one of those like, do you want this room to be a reflection of what it's intended purpose for? Or do you want to have a room that's functional that you can then purpose for your own right. situation? Right. Right. And that, which one is more effective? How big which a commitment
1: are you going to make to the green screen right. life?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, are you about that life? Cause some of you, you know, some of you guys don't have a green screen in Look, your basement and it shows. Some okay? of you,
1: some of you just play in the green screen life. Yeah, that. some of you guys are just no, you're living. Up. I'm just, I I have a did I tell you about my green screen? I, I bought yeah, yeah. one and it's one of those like a, you know, those tents that like the foldy ones turn, t- twist on themselves and fold yeah, up yeah, into yeah. a circle. And um, I have managed to get it from big to small now, um, three times. Uh, but if you ask me how I did that, my answer would be persistence. I don't, there, there is a trick. I don't know it. But you,
0: yeah, you couldn't tell me. I just what flail
1: was. around until, oh, look, it's folding up on itself. Yeah, I did ah, it. Ah, there it's magic. <laughs> yeah. That's how I do. Fantastic. With that, that kind of thing, those tension loop things, no matter how big they are. But this one's big. I mean, it's like seven by five feet. Yeah. And uh, so, it's not small. No, it takes a lot to, to, a lot of courage, a lot of persistence on my part to keep wrestling with it when it doesn't want to fold.
0: So yeah, let's see other projects that we did. So I um I posted a couple things on the on my on the Facebook and the Instagram that I I put up some guitar hangers. Yep. Uh, I did shoot an instructional like set of videos, but I don't know if I'm going to post them because they're kind of embarrassing. <laughs> um, it, it's not my it was not my best work. And then of course, when you do two of them, you shoot the video while you're doing the first one, and then you do the second one in half the time but you don't shoot the video and then you just kind of look like a bum. Yeah. Um, but I may just do it just because I mean, why not? Why not? Content is content. And then, um, in doing that, I had a three kind of circular guitar stand that was up there that I have brought down into the, uh, the rehearsal dungeon. And now I actually have, I can leave guitars out down here as opposed to them living in their cases. So, that was a bonus uh, kind of benefit for that as well. So that's the um, the band room has been completely reorganized and cleaned up and um, much more functional. And like I said, short of, you know, framing it and insulating it and, you know, putting solid lighting in, there's, there's not much else to do down right. here.
1: Right. Right.
0: Well, and this is what we're stuck it. doing, right? This is, yeah.
1: this is what passes for band activity.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> these days. Yeah. You're releasing video content. You're, you know, I, I've um, I, I recorded guitars for that, uh, for a cover project. Um, I have to do some guitar work, which I'm slowly, you know, working my way back into. Nice. And um, nice. now that I've got all this audio gear for my vocals, I'll start doing vocals probably this weekend cool. and it'll be ready to go within the next couple of weeks. Awesome. And We got some cool, got some cool guys on it. Um, Cooper Carter, who we did the interview with, our fractal friend, right. um, and then um, a guy named Cooper Drummer, who 2.74 million YouTube subscribers. It's not nothing. Not nothing. So, uh, very exciting stuff. Uh, hopefully, you know, maybe this is like this is like the break we've been waiting for. <laughs> I, I don't know. Take us with you. <laughs> I I mean I, if if I can I will. We'll see. Otherwise I'll we'll just keep you doing just this. Your,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Totally.
0: So Are you are we ready to pivot to the topic? It's pivot time. I think it is. I think Guys, it is. we actually have a thing to talk about. We do. We do. And it won't involve, you know, us crying, hopefully. And we you know, we observed
1: um in some chat this week about Remember that episode where we're like, gosh, stuff's closing. How crazy. I hope everything doesn't. Yeah. How long could this last?
0: Well, it's become pretty clear. Yeah. Yeah. That we're, you know, we're still in it. And um, so I don't know about where you live in the world, trusty listener, but um, I live in the state of Georgia and um, our governor for better or worse has been kind of on the front of, uh, opening things back up yeah. and the, um, for us, the social distancing, uh, shelter in place order expires tomorrow. Yeah. And
1: I don't, you know, we've walked a very, very careful line on this show about politics. Yeah. And, and I want to, I don't want to not do that. Um, how do you feel about that expir- expiration of that order.
0: I feel like, um, well, I feel a number of things about it. I probably won't share my full feelings about it, but um, you know, in my case, the decision is easy to make because it really doesn't matter what the governor says or the mayor's say, or whatever. My kids don't have school. Right. So I'm stuck here yeah. for th- at least the next two to three weeks. Well, you know, I mean,
1: <laughs> my kids out of school through the summer. Yeah. And so far, nobody stepped up to say we're doing summer camps. So right. far as I can tell, I'm here till the next school year starts.
0: Yeah. We we're trying to, you know, we've, we've signed up for things in the summer and who knows they haven't canceled them yet. Right. I, I definitely paid for like a pool membership for the city pool. Don't know if that's opening. Right. um, but like we're we there's a big question mark around childcare and like it's huge, you know, all of that. Tomorrow is actually supposed to be our first municipal event of the year, um, for the city of Monroe. Does that, happen? that it is not, yeah. Um, and they were actually pretty smart. They they got on the front end of it and they're like, hey, let's push this back. And so right now, I think we're scheduled for like July
1: 24th. All right.
0: And I think that could happen. Yeah.
1: No, I think from yeah. where we are right now, that seems
0: entirely like it could happen. Um, so you know the the for for big for big events, I think we're kind of stuck, and and that's still going to be a big question mark even after these things kind of start happening, um, because once most states are doing like a phased rollout of things going back to normal, yeah, um, and my assumption based on the information is that live music, maybe in some of the markets and some of the realms that like our listeners and us kind of participate in are going to be kind of in like that phase two kind of time period.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, here's hoping, you know, the, the um, North Carolina has been more careful than Georgia, I I think. and, And, and in a way that I'm, quite happy about actually sure um science based and based on the numbers and a real plan and um that pretty much mirrors the federal plan Um, yeah and you know the thing that i have my eye on in that is the number of people that can gather Mm -hmm. you know which doesn't really grow to like show size until phase three
0: yeah
1: and um even then i don't know i mean as those things come into existence as we get into the summer probably more and more of those things are outside and people are feeling a little more comfortable about them outside rather than inside yeah. maybe yeah uh, but do audiences turn up at this point I mean it's it's hard to it's hard to imagine it's hard to yeah from here it's really hard to see and yeah. um, you know as with everything else about this it's just a matter of sort of keeping the faith and and um, hoping it all works out but I, I do think that there are probably Changes that we will see that are probably permanent-ish.
0: Yeah. Um like what 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 exactly do you mean by that?
1: Well, um I, I, I hope that on I mean, you know, setting aside band stuff and performance stuff, I hope that we have built good um hygiene habits that will last us in this. You know, yeah. I know that I have, um, uh, bad eating and drinking habits, but good hygiene habits. Oh man, oh man. Um, Fit Day keeps alerting me about entering my meals, and it's just hilarious.
0: Yeah, Couch to Five K is like, hey, why don't you dust yeah. off those yeah, uh, no, running shoes? I was like, I don't know. I've done it a couple of times. I did, you know, I, I've joked about how much I hate running, but I, I actually have gotten my butt out and, and ran at least three times. Well, I
1: love I love running, but I haven't done that. I mean in theory I love running. I haven't run in a while, but
0: I'm doing um, the I'm doing the yoga every day. I That's,
1: see that with the toe breaker.
0: That was something. Yeah. That was one of those yeah. like where the lady's like, do this now. And I was like, Can I do this? Of you and haven't, then I was like, I can do this. I've
1: seen Adam's picture of his uh, <laughs> it was quite a yoga pose, it really was.
0: Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. It's like a preface to like that crazy crow pose where like you're like your feet are above your your head and you're like holding yourself by just your arms. I believe I that can't one's do called that a, yet.
1: the uh, influencer. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually, I, you know, I hashtag yoga that post and I got a bunch of these like, you know, Lululemon wearing people liking my Of course you did. Of course you, did. of course you did. I'm, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the mix now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right.
1: You're, you're one of the ladies.
0: Hey ma'am. Look. Look yoga is hard.
1: Yoga is hard. I I have done a little bit of yoga. I, a friend of mine took me to a Pilates class one time, and it straight murdered me. Oh yeah, no, I was Don't I was right for that. like a month after that. Don't do that.
0: Bad. Don't ever do that. It's bad.
1: Anyway, so the point is that like we're going to be coming out of all this stay home business, and uh, I think there are people who hope that we'll come out like a light switch, and we are not coming out like a light switch. That's just the reality. Yeah. We just kind of give give up expectations about that. Um. I feel like probably the acoustic market will rebound first because, yep. you know, we can social distance as a solo player. Um, I'm Some pretty, of us have been social distancing from the very beginning. From it's always always been. Um, the thing I'm trying to work out is how I'm going to do my uh, my karaoke show because it involves people coming up and singing all into the same communal mic.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's a bad idea. That's just a bad, it was all, it was always a bad idea. And, um,
0: this just illustrates how bad of a, how bad of an idea. it yeah, is.
1: Yeah. We can't do it. So I have a way now. I think that I can do a request based thing, um, online on people's like phones and stuff. That's, mm-hmm. that's touchless. So I don't need a book for them to paw through or a shared yeah. for them to write with. I can do that with, okay. without them touching anything. Um, except their own phones which are grungy, but it's their grunge. But yeah, it's the exactly. Um, the question is, do I then do it as a, is it still karaoke? If it's a request based sing along show, hmm. if everybody's sing along from their seats and it's like everybody, but you know, Michael requested the song, right? Does that get me the same thing?
0: Well, does it get the, the, the audience. Well, no, yeah, I mean, that's, what I mean. that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah.
1: I, I, my, my feelings about it are irrelevant. does it, yeah. does it, do they have the same experience of, um, performing and being on the line and being of accomplishment, you know, all the stuff that you feel about karaoke.
0: Right.
1: Hard to think that like a full room sing along gets you that. Um, sure. I don't know. We're gonna have to experiment yeah. with it, but you, I,
0: I, you know, I, probably for, for a couple of weeks, you'll, you'll get, just the um the novelty of being back together totally and you'll you'll probably be you'll probably get like a good good you know good reaction from that I would hope and then after that you're looking at you know is this sustainable is this going to be something that like we can continue to do yeah are people going to yeah are people going to continue to be into this yeah
1: yeah i'm not sure i can go back to a communal shared mic situation in in you know good good I can't feel good about that. Pro, pro, maybe forever. I don't know.
0: So I'll, I'll say this: This was something um, that stood out to me, and this happened. You know, I was I was still in, in college when, um, but there was a place that we would play in Buckhead all the time called the Peachtree Tavern. It's not there anymore, um, but the owners Ricky and Brad are good guys, and uh, Brad is involved in uh, in country music pretty heavily. He's managing some very successful artists right now, um, so he's still in the game. But they had a uh, they had a sound guy who was like legendary. He was a great sound guy. But the first thing he did every single time we got to load it is he would walk over to his little like you know vault of things where like the mics and stuff were. The sound guy vault. And he cool. always had a bottle of Lysol. Yeah. Or no 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 Listerine. That's what it was. Mm. It was Listerine with a toothbrush in it. Huh. And every time he got to the venue. He'd pull the toothbrush out of the Listerine and he would would brush all the mics. Smart. So every time you got to the venue and you got to your mic, it was always minty fresh. I love that. And it cleaned all the, you know, cleaned up all the germs. Yeah. Now it's one thing to do that once a night per band. It's another thing to do that in between every single person.
1: Between every song.
0: Every single song. Seems unlikely. You almost have to have like a dedicated, like mic washer. So like, they would come up and then like you'd have to like – you would do like your – And next we have Sally and she's going to sing this. And then you have to be like, I remember the first time I heard this song. It was the summer of 1998. And here's a song that brought to you. All the while while somebody's going like – with a
1: toothbrush on that. Right. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well,
1: the alternative Maybe is not. people could bring their own mic. BYOM. Yeah, and I could just mute the channel and people could pull the mic and come up with theirs and plug it in. You know, I have. Um, um, I like the Behringer. You know, SM58 knockoff, basically. Um, that's twenty bucks. Yeah, that could be the deal. You know, if you're going to sing, show up with your own mic. I mean, that sucks so bad. That's, that, that's yeah, it's not So great. not the show, right?
0: But or you could get like a, you could get like five of them, and have your dedicated mic washer. Yeah, like have five to work. Through.
1: Rotate them out. That's
0: interesting. It's well, it's a thought. It's a thought. Um, And, and who's to say that all thoughts aren't something.
1: I think that's the thinking that got us here. I think some thoughts are actually better than other thoughts.
0: We don't need equal time for all
1: thoughts. I don't think that's a thing,
0: (laughs) but I tried. Therefore no one should criticize me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm willing to
1: take the hit on this one. Not all thoughts need to come blapping out of your mouth at the podium in the White House. I'm sorry. What hey. Oh.
0: Hey, we, we already had this conversation earlier in the episode. Yeah. Let's pivot. It's time. Um now not, this this is still kind of on the same line of, of thought, which is the all right, things are changing. How do we kind of transition? Yeah. Um the unbelievably wise Amber Johnson. Mm reached out to me earlier this week and she said, what are we doing about these leads? And I said, well, what do you mean? Leads? She goes leads, L E A D S. Yeah. Um, She's like, well, we had some uh, shows that got canceled. We got some shows that got postponed. We had some people that were interested for some stuff and then things kind of went crazy. Yep. What are we doing about those people? And I was like, huh. I'm kind of locked up in this whole prison of my mind thing. To keep <laughs> yeah, I've been,
1: sanity. I've been enjoying my four walls. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah. And she goes, You got to keep them leads warm. Yeah. And I was like, You're right. Yeah. She most, I mean, she usually is. I very rarely get to be right. But it works out, it doesn't it? It does because um, I don't make any. Illusions about the fact that uh, if she were to just like go away, like my credibility <laughs> <has> evaporates. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am a I am a shaved gorilla that has fooled people into thinking that I can function in a society. It is really uh, true. That is it, not remotely it, I'm, true. I'm
1: right with you about that. I'm right with you about that. Um, it's, uh, it's dire.
0: So, I was like, "That's a great idea." Uh, so I, um, I got old Ben Ivy on the phone. I was like, Hey man, let's, uh, let's go ahead and start reaching out to these people. Let's try to get the ball rolling again, try to see what we can do about that. And, um, so that was for the kind of small group of people that we were, uh, already in contact with and kind of, you know, in correspondence. Yeah. Now the other thing that, the other thing that you can do about leads that, you know, as far as keeping leads warm, um, lot there there are lots of potential leads that have gone com- like ice cold. Yeah, and how do you get them back on the burner? This is a terrible analogy. I I, I I as I'm saying it, it's not working. It's
1: the temperature, the temperature analogy of leads.
0: Right. So my thought was, and this was my thought in relation to Amber's thought. Yeah. So I, I'll give myself, you know. Mm those of you who can see this, a very small amount of credit, right. um, I decided that we should send out a um, an email to the to our email list, the agency list, which is about 450 people. Um, that was 50-50 like, hey, how are you doing? Kind of empathizing with right. the situation. You know, we hope you're doing well. We hope you're taking this time to spend with family and recenter and yada, yada, yada slash here's what we've been up to and the things that we talked about were like you know we're doing updated promo stuff we did the youtube video content you should follow us on social media Uh, we figured out this whole live stream thing so if you've got a corporate event and you want some kind of entertainment we can we're we're kind of equipped to do that as well um and, you know, just that kind of thing. And then, like, the last one was spending time with family and, fr- you know, with family and kind of saying, you know, we we love playing shows for our clients. It's, like, the best part of the job. But, you know, doing that takes time away from our wives and spouses and children during the busy season. And we're taking this opportunity when it's quiet to reconnect and do that stuff. Yeah. And we hope that you're doing the same. All the best. Yada, yada, yada. Um, Sent that out, got about a thirty percent open rate. Good, which is pretty good. Is yep. way above average. Um, and then I, sh- I I showed Amber, <laughs> and she goes, "Hey, does that picture of the die corona video link to the YouTube video?" And I was like, "No, it doesn't." <laughs> that would have been so good to do. Mm. So what I then did is I went in and I edited a couple of things and added a couple of invitations to kind of engage in the copy mm-hmm. of the thing. And then I sent it back out to people who hadn't opened the first one. Right. And I got another 20% out of that. Well, That's good. So we had, I think total, we had almost 35 to 40% of our, um, our mailing list open and engaged with that message. That's really great. Which for those of you in the email marketing world is super like good. super good. Yeah. Um, and weirdly enough, I got an email today from an agent in New York. It was like, call me. All right. And I was like, okay. I called him, left a message cause he didn't answer. Typical. But, um, don't know what that means, but maybe something in there kind of piqued his interest. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. You know what I've been doing?
1: Um, I've been, thinking a lot about sending an email out to our mailing lists um the thing that i have done is reached out to the bars that i have great relationships with and mm-hmm. said hey look i mean we don't know when but shouldn't we be planning the big reopening party and yeah. uh they're all super in and want to <laughs> want to be having that, that what that conversation is way more fun than whatever else they're doing right now so um yeah uh so we've been having some fun talk about like you know Odin Brewing that we play at has this um great big open space behind it that's that for big events it becomes a parking lot but yeah the family that owns the brewery owns all of those buildings and all the space behind it and so you know pull up one of those um shell trailers back there and do a something yep. huge uh would be a huge fun thing and so we're talking about that and talking about the um <laughs> if we can manage to have the timing of it work um the anniversary of pig pounders opening is coming up mm-hmm. and um i give that about a 60 40 chance of, yeah. of, of happening um just given its timing but you know we're having conversations and keeping the relationships alive it's really the important part you know we have these really great relationships that could just go on ice and then come back and have to be rebuilt from scratch but um but i am uh <laughs> buying takeout beer from these guys a lot so i'm, so I'm yeah. in front of them um, I'm also self-medicating quite heavily during this crisis. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then having the conversation about just sort of keeping the, the, the game alive, keeping the, the party that we are up in their, up in their brains. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think these things are important. I think you have to, you have to, um, the, the, the pull is to sort of, uh, go fetal and You know, not do anything. And then um, just that's probably not correlated with great results at the end of it. Yeah. Well, you know. Who knows? Who knows? It's it's unprecedented times. Maybe, maybe in six months, everyone who lost their jobs will get their jobs back and we'll all just come roaring back to life and things will be as they were. Um, Maybe this will be an opportunity to revisit how our entire – Economic system is structured and you know, yep. to lean into um, equality and justice. You know, maybe, maybe <sighs> it's hard for me not to go political at times like this. It's really hard.
0: Well, I think you can say that like some stuff isn't working for a lot of people, and this situation has kind of mm. exposed that, yeah, and hasn't been
1: forever. And here we are looking at it right in the face,
0: yeah, yeah. So I'm, you know, doing whatever I can to be optimistic about the mm-hmm. situation. And I think that there is an opportunity for good things to happen out of this. Yeah. Even though it's not, doesn't feel great all the time. Yeah. And again, you and I are speaking from a position of privilege oh, because we God. both have. Alarmingly so. Yeah. 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 My, well, I mean, my boss uh, gave me a, just Apple paid me 500 bucks this week. It was like, you're doing a great job. I was like, cool. Thanks. Man. And then I spent it on the interface. So I you mean, almost know how to work. Almost. Yeah. This time next week, this thing will be like, we'll be so. it'll be the slickest, the, slickest. the slicker in grease as the, as the, uh, as we say down That's here. Right. That's right. That's right. But for right now, I mean, I'm literally sitting with like a mic stand in my lap. It's, it's, it's a sorry you gotta situation. Make two. You got to get through. That's the point. Well, I mean, I think this current setup has showed me that having a table down here is um is a, is the move, mm-hmm. and um if that's not the move, then one of those standing desk situations is the move. And the cool thing would be is to get like I think Autonomy is the name of the company that I've been looking at. The thing you need to you need to know mm. is that the width of an eighty-eight key keyboard is roughly forty-eight inches.
1: That's important to know. I'm looking at a seventy-two inch desk. That's so, and even six right. Footer. So then.
0: You could pull, you could put like a, a pull out tray with a keyboard in it and you'd have room on either side. Huh? I like this. And now you're building a studio in your house, you dummy. Oh, it's going to cost me, but I, <laughs> I'm still it. Oh, my God. The, I it. Uh, the standing desk down here would be dope. It would be badass. It would be super cool to have and it would be really easy to have this set up and easy to move around and that kind of thing. So that would all be good. Those were all, those would all be good things.
1: I have been looking at ones that have, um, power built into them Yep. and casters Mm. and a battery built into them.
0: Mm. Right. So you
1: can, you're powered and you can wheel it around the room or around the house or whatever.
0: That's pretty good. Well, if you do find that, I'd, I'd, I'd be interested. I'll send it to you. It is not cheap. I, the auto. I was looking at the autonomy ones because they are fairly reasonable. Like a decked out one is less than seven hundred bucks. Well, that's good. That's but good. like they start at like two hundred bucks.
1: Well, yeah,
0: which is like a basically like a standing workstation, which right, is right. for a lot of people more than way more than enough. Right.
1: I need enough space for a personal computer setup and a work computer setup because that appears mm-hmm. to be what we're doing right now. So,
0: um, yeah. So, of, I'm do, I've been doing all of this on my work computer and my personal computer, which is actually nicer than my work computer, my um, is being used for um, abcmouse.com and, <laughs> and Dogman uh, comics, you know. Do-
1: it's all about Dogman. It is all about Dogman around this house, too. You
0: yeah, know what? I, have just started, um, I just started reading
1: her um, Phantom Tollbooth. Okay. And um, she's super into it. So I'm very happy about that. The watchdog. We met the watchdog and she thought that was hilarious.
0: So my son, my 10 year old, I bought him hatchet. Have you ever read that book? Mm -mm. Hatchet was one of those books that like we read in elementary school. I was around that age. and It was like one of those books that I like. It was probably the first fiction book that I read all the way through. And I gave it to him thinking that like, oh, he'd be into this because it's about like survival in the woods Mm. and he camps and that kind of thing. Like he would be into it. He made it like 30 pages in and hasn't you know, hasn't touched it since. And the thing that I keep telling yeah. him, I'm like, he's stuck in the woods. You got to get him out. You've got, you, you have to finish the story. <laughs> it's up to he's, you. <laughs> his plane crashed. The pilot is dead. Oh, you have to get him there's out. There's
1: a monster in the trees and some guy in a
0: hatch. Wait, it, that's not what it that's
1: is. That's something else.
0: Hatchet. Like a, like a hatchet. hatchet. Uh, like he has a hatchet and he has to survive in the woods. He's not in purgatory. No, okay, not good. yet at least. Good. I mean, he technically is because he won't finish the, read the book so <laughs> narrative purgatory. That is perfect. Purga- yeah, this is yeah, purgatory. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. Yeah. So I wanted to throw a couple of things out there. Probably. I think it might be time to do another giveaway. Okay. And I, I was just good. looking over this way and I've got a couple of uh, doodads uh, from my trip to the Chicago music exchange. Sweet. not really doing anything. Um, if nothing else, some guitar makes them, picks that makes, them, and, that makes them don't dads, right? And a, and a and a tote bag like a like one of those canvas totes. Sweet. Um, maybe we'll we'll give that away. And if you or anybody that you know does podcasts and they need guests, hmm. you should ask them to hit us up. Yep. Because we're doing this podcast, but it would also be cool to kind of cross pollinate and do other people's podcasts.
1: And we're equipped, as you can
0: see, those yep. we're looking. And we'll be better by the next time. <laughs> Every you time know, we we're did better. Guess, Every single we did, time we're better. We guessed we guessed it on the uh, the Mike Schulte yes. uh, podcast back in the day. We did. And uh, I've done a couple since then. So uh, just something to throw out there. If uh, if you want to uh, pass the good word along, we would love to uh, talk on other people's podcasts. Um, and that's kind of how this whole thing works. You kind of like cross-pollinate. and We know, have opinions build. about things. So many things stuff we, we will there. We have opinions about things we refuse to talk about. It's true. On this podcast. I
1: I am one to bend that rule, but
0: in Mm. principle, yes. Yeah. So I will go ahead and just say something very briefly about this because it is what it is, but we're not going to dwell on it. But this is the literal 100th episode of, the cover band Confidential Podcast.
1: Currently numbered 101.
0: It's not the official. That's right. But it is the literal 100th episode. That's right. Um a lot has changed. So if I had told you on the first episode, hey Dan, <laughs> we're gonna do this. We're gonna start this. We're gonna we're both gonna lose our jobs. That's right. We're gonna find better jobs. That's right. <laughs> we're going to meet a ton of people and then there's going to be a global pandemic right. and we won't be able to play anymore. And
1: we'll both end up with the same really awesome microphone. Uh,
0: like what are the odds? I will admit if when we, we had we first been started, in the same room, you would have punched me in the mouth <laughs> because you you're very far away.
1: When we first, I, well, yeah, when we first started, it was, it was hard to see past about episode five. Oh yeah. So six, you know, we knew we had content for, a couple of conversations. Beyond that, it was hard to see. It was hard to see, and um, and then you know we forged ahead with our you know it was the two of us and our listener for um, I don't know thirty episodes, forty something. Yeah, like it was right? like
0: you, me, and Chris Man. Chris yeah, <laughs> right. that was it. That's <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, and he kept sending in comments. God bless him. It was great. It was what we needed because we had no content to talk about of our own. Yeah. Um, you know, and somehow it's grown into into this. You know, and I look at the I look at the numbers these days, and you know, podcast listenership is just brutally down globally. Um, mm-hmm. um, but we still have this bump every week when we put it out. We still, you know, I, I love that we have moved into where live stream views are kind of counting in our favor, and and yeah. we're 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 now, you know, you can get the content both. Live on Facebook, later on YouTube, later on Facebook as a podcast. This is, you know, we're able to hit a lot of different um, sort of consumption channels, and and yeah. and I think that's really great. I think it's really great.
0: Well, and like for for right now, we're in a situation where uh, we are live streaming on Facebook and got a couple of people who have tuned in, mm-hmm. but I'm looking uh, through the feed, and Phil Smith from that '90s band is, you know, he's doing his his live stream right now. Yep. Um, the uh, Nick Nespajani from Yacht Rock Review, he's doing his live stream right now. Um, there's, you know, <laughs> It kinda we're, feels we're like kind Saturday of,
1: night in town, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, we're in the mix. <laughs> yeah. Once again, this whole thing is yeah. like, you know, we're just playing, we're playing gigs in the biggest club in the world, right? And, um, but the cool thing is that, yeah, we can just you can just come back, yeah, and check it out some other time. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. There are a lot of gigs I wish that had, you know. So people could walk up and play later, there are a lot of gigs. Gigs, I'm glad they can't. But
0: yeah, certainly. But I mean, I'll say this: I've seen way more live music in the past six weeks, yeah, than I did the previous six weeks before it. Absolutely, because I was busy. I was doing other things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now I can I can tune in, and it is kind of nice because, like, I want to tune in five, ten minutes. Yeah, go on to the next thing. Yeah, that's that's good. That's like that's that's exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Yep. You know. So, yep. you know, did you see Kermit the Frog live streaming?
1: I did not. Yeah. Kermit the Frog live streamed, um, from the stump with the banjo. He sang rainbow connection. And, um,
0: that's nice.
1: It was. And then he got up and turned off the camera. I mean, it was, it was
0: really, <laughs> really cute. It was
1: really cute. <laughs> like they
0: went to the, they went for they it. They
1: totally did. They totally did. And, um, and it reminded, so I enjoyed that. And I also reminded me how, um, deeply that song is embedded on my psyche. Cause mm. you know, I was five when that movie came out and it was, that song was everywhere. Um, yeah. to whatever extent I was aware of it at five, but you know, I, you know, and I used to cover it and it's been a long time. So I pulled out the guitar and went to ultimate guitar and found the tune and, um, or found something close to it that I could turn into something accurate. Cause that's how it rolls with ultimate guitar. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably do it as the opener of my show on Saturday because I just really love that song. And uh, But it was great to see Kermit live streaming. Made cool. Me Made me happy. Do you know that song was written for the Muppet movie and then spent, I think, eight weeks on the chart with Kermit singing? Yeah. And then was covered by a bunch of people. And um, yeah, it's a great tune.
0: Very cool. What, what was another song that like – like, shouldn't have charted, but totally charted. I was just thinking about this, and now it's gone. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just have it, and it's like, no, nah, it's gone. Nah, it's not that.
1: But that one should not have charted. It was sung by a Muppet. Yeah. I mean, God bless Jim Henson, but,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, gentlemen and ladies and others, scoundrels. Rapscallions. scallions, Yeah we've reached the end of the, um, of the episode, the hundred and first of the hundred and first episodes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, once again, thanks for hanging in there. I hope you're doing well. Uh, feel free to email us coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on uh, Patreon or PayPal. If you're liking what you want, if, if you want to buy, um, you're going to buy Dan, a growler of beer, um, that is a way to do that. Yeah. So, um, we are taking all kinds of things and, um, got some cool, uh, some cool interviews on the horizon. I've got at least two that I'm kind of chasing down. Sweet. Um, and then we've got our big 100th episode, whenever this whole thing blows over that we will stop talking about at some point, but we're pretty excited about. Yeah. Yeah. We'll stop talking Other about it. and Just do it. Yeah. But until then, mm. From Atlanta, Georgia, I am Adam Johnson. From Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You have been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, episode 101. Have a great week, guys.
1: Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. If you want to help us, be sure to share us with your friends, follow us on social media, and if you haven't already, please leave a review for us on the podcast platform of your choice facebook.com slash coverbandconfidential instagram at coverbandconfidential and twitter at coverbandconfid if you have any questions please email us at coverbandconfidential at and consider supporting us on patreon patreon.com slash coverbandconfidential and for more info check out www.coverbandconfidential.com